0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
1: One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> auto trader what's up family bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contest events with first to market odds and lines find reviews and news for every league from the mlb nfl nba nhl combat sports esports and even golf BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Well, the game starts, who is a proud sponsor of the Boss Man Show on your radio. man show new head coach of the main black Bears, chris markwood who played there, coaches as assistant Ace back up there again what's up chris how you doing brother
0: i'm doing great man i'm doing great i really appreciate you having me on excited to talk with you
1: no doubt man Man, ask you man i'm a model you're back home there uh you, everybody knows you up there no so how's it feel man be back home per se brother
0: yeah it feels great it feels great i've been away for about 11 to 12 years uh So get the opportunity to come home. I'm from Portland, Maine, which is about two hours south of where the campus is. But to be back at my alma mater, my wife's alma mater, uh, you know, we're we're hyped. We're hyped. We're really ecstatic to be here and looking forward to getting going.
1: No, man, this kid's brother, you know, my father is a coach, man. He's been coaching for years. He's 82 years old this year, man. So I know what guy he wanted to help young men in Atlanta, man. So for you, what's your why and why you want to get into coaching, man? Why'd you want to become a coach to help young men, brother?
0: Yeah, that's the big thing. Like you just said, my why is to give back. You know, this game has given me so much, uh, both as a player and as a coach. um, And to be able to kind of take what I've learned um, throughout my career and instill it in our guys here at Maine and all the other places that I've been, that's why I do it. Um, You know, I'm here to help develop young men, help prepare them for their next phase of their lives, whether that's on a basketball court or out in the real world. Um, and that's what I enjoy. I, I really enjoy being around 18 to 22-year-olds to and you know, helping them figure this, this critical phase out. So uh, that's, that's definitely my why, say, most importantly. And obviously, I love the game of basketball. It's been a part of my life since I was young, since I was five years old. So uh, to be able to be around it, to still be in a locker room, it keeps me young, uh, keeps me energized, and it's just a lot of fun.
1: Now, Chris, in your playing career, did you ever think you was going to become a coach?
0: You know what I did, you know, I kind of always knew at some point I was going to coach, you know, you never know what level you dream of being a college coach, Uh, but I probably would have been just as happy being a high school coach, Um, you know, I was a point guard as a player my whole life. So I think naturally, as you see with a lot of coaches that that kind of comes with it. I love the game. I was a gym rat. I watched it constantly growing up from a really young age. So Um, I always kind of – I always had a sense that I was going to – I wanted to be a coach and I wasn't sure if it was going to happen. But as I said, you know, the Lord's blessed me and I've had an amazing run so far and really looking forward to the future in it as
1: well. No doubt, man. And you know what's – also, man, when you're an assistant coach, you know, I know you had to be loyal to your your boss, but how do you go about preparing to become a head coach? And did your bosses let you touch all parts of the program so you can prepare you for this opportunity that you have right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been – crazy blessed in, that, in, re, in, that, in those regards. Uh, every coach that I've worked for, whether it was Coach Woodward here at Maine, when I was young, I first I first got here, I was 23, 24 years old. And, you know, they didn't have the, the budget up here back then. You know they didn't have an ops guy. So as the third assistant, I was, you know, on the court recruiting, but also doing all the ops, which kind of threw me into the fire right away. And I kind of learned every angle of the profession, which was great, which was a blessing. Um, but he gave me a ton of freedom as my college coach you know he knew me uh so that that was an easy transition for both for the both of us and then I went to John Becker at Vermont same thing you know he was a first-time head coach um and he allowed us to kind of help help him build or put his imprint on the Vermont program and uh, gave us a ton of freedom in every aspect and then I was with coach Cohen for seven years who's an amazing coach as well, and same thing, you know. Uh, he just gave all, all the assistants a ton of freedom. Um, he's, a, he's an unbelievable teacher of the game, too. So, I learned a lot there. And then, Coach Grant, who you guys know well down your way, uh, amazing person, great coach. Same thing, just gives guys a ton of freedom on the staff. So, I think for me, that's been the biggest part of my development and preparing myself for becoming a head coach is, is just working for guys that genuinely wanted their step to develop and get better and learn on the job. Um, And and obviously, there's been some career development stuff along the way, whether it's going to clinics or, you know, I did the J. Billis camp a few years back, which which really opened my eyes to some some things I needed to start thinking about um, in terms of becoming a head coach. Um, But I think the biggest thing for me is just learning, you know, learning under the guys that I've worked for, watching them on a daily basis, keeping mental notes, on, you know, what I really like, what I would do if I would become a head coach, what I wouldn't do, what I don't really love uh, if I become a head coach, which I think is just as important. And just really trying to be the best that I could be at each stop. And, And I think that's what really helps prepare you the most, to be honest.
1: It was good about being back in Maine is there in the America East. You, you've been in Vermont. You already know about the America East. You already know yeah. where to go to recruit. relationship's already built there. So I feel like value playing at Maine and you being in that America East footprint anyway from coaching with Vermont Coach Becker. Hey, you yeah. hit the ground running and find the right fits for your program going forward.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I got a great comfort level with University of Maine and kind of how to get things done up here. You know, we had a good run here as a, when I was a player and even before me and then a couple of really good years. My last two years as an assistant coach here, we were, you know, we finished, I think, top three in the league both years, had some big-time wins those last few years. So I've been a part of success up here. As you said, I know the league really well. You know, I was in it for, you know, close to 10 years, 11 years, as a, both as a player and coach. So I know that the typo or the level of talent, you need to get here to be successful and, um you know, there's it's a lot of work ahead of us, just like anybody that takes over a, a program. There's a ton of work you got to get done to try to get it to where you want it to be. Uh, but that's the fun part. That's the exciting part It's kind of, you know, we got our staff together now. And we're You know, we got our group almost fully together now. We'll start summer school in a few weeks and we're going to start to attack it day by day.
1: No doubt. And what, mask is ask you, Chris, uh, for you, what's going to be your ideal black bear to in your program? And kind of what's going to be your found foundational values of your program?
0: Yeah, I mean, for, for the type of guys we want here, it always starts with character. You know, we want high character, serious-minded individuals. Uh, you know, this is a place that, and we talked a lot about this under Coach Grant at Boston College, but, but guys that have a chip on their shoulder that are competitive. Um, I think anytime you're starting off a new situation where you're trying to rebuild, a program, you got to have guys that are highly competitive, that want to be a part of the change, that want to be a part of the winning, not just saying it, but actually diving in and kind of going through the peaks and valleys that it's going to, that we're all going to, you know, deal with head on. Um, So those are the type of guys we're looking for. You know, it starts with those, those traits. Um, and, And that's, that's, to me, that's the biggest thing. It's all about the right people. I think, you know, the most successful programs you see uh, at least at least the ones that I've been around, the best teams I've been around. It's always been high character individuals, very serious minded, selfless, all about the team first mentality. That takes time to get there with that. Obviously, everybody's gonna have their individual goals and agendas, but you got you got to mold that over time. And it takes a, you know, it might all it might take all the way until end of January, early, early February before you start to hit it and get going with that. But um, you know, those are the type of guys we need here at Maine and that we're gonna recruit heavily.
1: Now, Chris, uh, I see you, you guys will be on campus, so I know that you've been a new hire. How much do you focus on just their games versus putting stuff in coming, because getting ready in September here, coming up here real soon?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I was here probably the last month of the spring semester. All we did with our guys was individual skill. Uh, I took my time in terms of hiring my staff. So I, I did all that by myself. Um, and it was great for me in terms of just getting on the court, getting to know the guys, getting to know their games, you know, helping them develop for the last few weeks. You know, now that we're entering into the summer, um, we'll start summer school, like second year, we'll go for about six to seven weeks. Um, it will be a combination of both, but we'll obviously being being our first time together with the whole group, you know, we will have a heavy emphasis on more team activity and trying to implement systems and, and kind of get the ball rolling there just because we're not going to have a lot of time and we got to get ahead of it. Um, being Being, you know, us all getting to know each other for the first time, but there's still, In our program, there's going to be a major emphasis on skill development always. So, um, you know, individual work, whether it's small groups, whether it's one-on-one, that's always going to be a big part of it. And we'll still keep that um, as a foundational piece, even in the summer when we're trying to focus on some team stuff as well.
1: Now, Chris, non-conference-wise, I know in America, you have to play guarantee games and buy games. So how do you weigh that versus trying to get some home games as well up there in Maine versus trying to raise money for the athletic department as well?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a challenge for sure. I think for everybody at our level, that's just part of the reality that we, we, we're we faced with. Uh, you know, Ken Ralph, our AD, he's done an amazing job here. It's different up here at Maine than it was, you know, over over recent history in terms of that. He's really worked hard to get the guaranteed games down for us so we're not having to go out and play five, six guarantee games. Um, you know, so we'll play probably typically anywhere from two to four guarantee games a year. And, uh, you know, try to balance that out with some 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 really good competitive, you know, mid-major games throughout our region and throughout the country. Um, obviously, trying to get games up here in Ornos is, is a big deal like it is for every program. So I think we have like four home games in this first year and we're trying to set up the following year to get more. So uh, scheduling, as any college coach will tell you, is one of the toughest things. It's really hard. Um, you know, when you're a first-time head coach and you're trying to rebuild something, people like to call you and they're, they're trying to schedule oh, you. Yeah. So, you know, for us right now, getting games isn't the hardest thing. It's just figuring out what are the right ones for our group. Um, but we've put together, you know, a part of that was the previous we had some. I think it's going to really, our non-conference schedule, I think it's going to really important thing.
1: No doubt. And Brother Metskis, man, uh... How has the game changed for you since, since you've played to now coaching? Now, how has the game changed in your opinion? I fuck like it's more spaced out now, uh, more five out, more used to be won't have a stretch four, they won't have a stretch five. Now, so how has the game Can changed you for guess. you since you played to now coaching in now, all these years? Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I, I got you there, Chris.
0: Yeah, the game, as you said, it's, it's changed a lot. You know, back when I was playing, I graduated in two thousand five. I mean, back then, it's you know, still was heavy, like, you know, traditional center, power forward, you're playing a lot of two bigs. Um, not as not as much uh, emphasis on the ball screen play back then, although it was still part of it. And you've seen that the game just fully transitioned over the last 15, 15 years to being, you know, heavy five out, four out, one in, heavy five out, you know, bigs that can really space the floor and play on the perimeter and can pass. You know, a lot, a lot of teams aren't even utilizing their, their frontcourt guys with their back to the basket. Um, so, you know, really a major emphasis on getting out in transition and playing faster with the same type of open spacing uh, to try to create, you know, high percentage opportunities early in the shot clock. So I think it's a lot more free-flowing. Um, the game's called a little bit tighter. Um, you know, it's kind of built towards a, a more offensive flow even more so in the NBA as as everybody talks about but I think I think just the way that you know the trends have gone it's 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 helped the offensive side of the ball in college basketball too so I think that's the biggest thing along with guys are just so skilled now I mean you know it's, it's crazy to watch. You know, I think the game's always, it's a beautiful game. It's a skilled game. But like nowadays, just with the emphasis on, you know, kids all have their own trainers. They're starting off and they're, they're specialized in what sports they want to play at a younger age. Um, there's just more material out there for kids to kind of watch and, and learn from than, than what, what I had as a kid in terms of social media. So the game is just getting so much more skilled. Um, and, and then as, as we talked about, that's really influenced how the games play with front court, front court guys stepping you know from inside the paint. Now they're playing primarily out in the perimeter. So it's changed a lot.
1: I got two more for you, Chris. So one on by Atlanta basketball. Um, you know, Chris, here in Atlanta, as you know, a lot of great high school basketball, AE basketball as well. The guys are coached at a real high level and it, it can pretty much be plug and play guys as freshmen for you guys who recruit yeah. them. Talk about coming down to Atlanta and recruit players from here in the Metro Atlanta area, man.
0: Yeah, we want to do it heavily. I mean, I, I think Maine is a is a place and I as we said earlier, I've been here before. Um, you know, we're fortunate up here in the Northeast. There's great basketball up here too. But Maine is a place I feel like you gotta you gotta jump into different markets, different pockets throughout the country, different pockets throughout the world. Uh, you can't just focus on one specific area and think you're gonna be uh, able to get it done. So I think places like uh, you know Georgia, which as you said, has is one of the hotbeds in the country in terms of talent. Um, you know, there's it's obviously heavily recruited down there, which it should be, but there's a lot of guys too because there's so many good players down there that get kind of uh, looked over too. So I think it's a place for us. We've talked about it as a staff, trying to get down to Georgia, trying to get down to Florida, trying to get into Texas, like different areas where there's so many really talented basketball players and trying to find guys that are okay with leaving the region and, and, and want to try to see something else and are looking for a great opportunity and a great institution to kind of get their education and pursue their dreams on the court. So uh, no question Atlanta is a place that we will be. in. as I said, I think we're trying to get down there the next two weekends for the high school events and and see what we can find.
1: And last one for you, Chris, when you come to Atlanta, brother, what's your favorite spot to eat down here, man?
0: Oh, man, Atlanta. I'm trying to think, man. There's been a lot of them. Uh, nowadays, when I go down there, I'm in, I'm up near Lake Point. So, like, the places that I eat the most are down there. There's, a, there's like, a, a Cajun spot there in the Ackworth that we go to. I think it's Ackworth or one of the towns south. I forget the name of it. But there's a really good spot there that most of the coaches hit when they're down at Lake Point. Um, you're, you're gonna have to give me some spots, man. Hey, there. I got some I I for you Copeland's in
1: Cobb County, Raised on the River, Taco Mac. You know, we okay. got the Papa Doves, we got Mary Mac, we got the Varsity. We okay, got,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna be hitting you up, man. <laughs> I
1: got everything. You need, me, it's hard because when
0: I get down there now, like even when I go down there in a couple weekends, you know, you hit the airport, you drive right up to Lake Point, and I'm usually staying somewhere around there. So I don't get as much time as I would like in Atlanta. You know, I've been down there a bunch for Final Fours and, 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 and to visit and all that stuff. I love Atlanta, love spending time down there. But I got to get more acclimated in terms of the spots to hit, for sure.
1: Coach, I got you, Chris. I, hey, I, hey, I'm from here. I'm born and bred, so I got you. Whatever you need, I got you, brother. I'm going
0: I'm to hold you to that, man. All
1: right, brother. Hey, was up? It's just a game real soon, my guy.
0: You too, man. Appreciate it.
1: All right. up, family, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 b l e a v 50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts who's a proud sponsor of the boss man show on your radio one, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.